Alex, I am holding in my pretty little hands one of Love Honey's finest. Oh, I just turned it on. <laughs> this is literally what started my journey, my self-pleasure journey. And oh, I think the bullet could quite possibly be one of the pinnacles of Love Honey. Well, it got me to the pinnacle. I'll be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a great way to start your journey. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's little, it's discreet, it's not overwhelming. It looks like a lipstick, but... It ain't that. No, boy, does it does it pack a punch more than a lipstick. Oh, it hits different, doesn't mm. it? We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Fuck parental guidance. This shit is MA15+. And it's with Maggie and Alex. Hello, hello. Okay, I'm going to a wedding tomorrow. Mm. And topic of weddings. So I'm not like funny about what people wear, like if I'm to get married, which yeah. I am, but I don't know if I'm going to have like the wedding. But if I did, I don't think I would be funny about someone wearing like or like an off-white. Oh, you wouldn't care. Or like an ivory to my wedding. I don't think it would phase me in the slightest. And we were talking as well about how someone revealed that they were, was it they were pregnant? Yeah, I saw this video on Instagram and it was like at a bachelorette party and they were filming for a reel. So each of the guests or each of the, I think it was like the bachelor, the, what are they called? The stand next to the bride? Oh, the um, bridesmaids. bridesmaids. The bridesmaids, like each one was coming up to the camera saying something and then moving along and then the next one would come up. And it got to the um, maid of honour and she came right up to the camera and then was like, la, 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 I'm pregnant. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do that. And I was reading the comment section because I was like, would I care if a friend of mine announced their pregnancy at my bachelorette party. And would you care? I had my bachelorette party back in 2018. And I think in 2018, I would have absolutely Gone cared. off sis. Yeah, I would have really cared. I probably would have cried. Not the, like, not. Really? Yeah, because I think back then in the friendship group I was in, it was like, this is my day. So I get this yes. one day. And because it was like a lot of like one-upping each other. It would have felt just like another pattern like that. Like someone was one-upping on yeah, it your was, day. It, it would have felt like I would have taken it as I'm trying to make your day about me. But that was my own – that was like my own internal struggles going on. See, I don't, I don't think I would do that. I think if it was like the bride knew that I was pregnant and I wasn't drinking at the hen's party, would it, I would be like, can I let the girls know that I'm pregnant? And that's You I'm would ask drinking? permission? Yeah, I think so. You, you would ask for permission. Yeah. I think I would too, but I don't even think I would like ask permission. I think it would be like, I'm letting her know beforehand. And then like, if she was to say like, oh, you should tell the girls when we're all together yeah. at my bachelor, I would be like, really? And then if she said yes, then I would, but I don't think that I. But what would. about wearing white or cream or off white well, to a wedding? My wedding was the big hoo-ha. Mm. And one of my sister's friends was coming 
And she actually sent a photo of the dress that she was wearing to Izzy, my sister, because she was like, oh, it's cream. And then Izzy showed it to me. And I was like, no, that you can wear cream. How many days are there in a year? 365. You can wear cream 364 days of the year. Like on the 365th day that it's my wedding. You don't wear cream. Just like, please, just do another color. Just wear blue. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, see, I couldn't give two shits about that stuff. I think I just, like, <laughs> I want it to be about me. Well, it is. It's your, it is your day. And Brad's. Yeah. And Brad's. But <coughs> and I would Yeah. Poor Brad. But, yeah, I, I think I would have cared back then. Now I think I would be a little bit more like, Ugh. but back then, 100%. Mm, yeah, see, I just don't. Especially if it was someone that was coming to my wedding that I didn't like. Then Why I is someone coming like, to your wedding that you don't like? Sometimes people are like, you know, family of family or... <laughs> like your great aunt Cecily that you haven't spoken to is wearing cream. Exactly. Fuck you, Cecily. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cecily. You heard it here first. I was told Chip Daddy and Alex that I had an, an excessive financial wedding. <laughs> we spent... We <laughs> spent quite a bit of money on our wedding and one of the funny things about it was that um we we had a videographer and we sat down with the videographer and he was like okay so this is how much it costs um to for us to um be videographers at your wedding and brad was like i'm sorry how much how much is that and he said, and he goes, he looks at us and the videographer goes, think of it as an investment into memories. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Chip Daddy's really into investing. So how, how do you feel good. that investment would be, Chip Daddy? Oh, that's a good sell. That's, <laughs> a, that's an assumptive close. You're saying you're going to remember this forever. Uh, but what was the, can you share the number? What was the price? Oh, it was... I'm thinking of like one, two, three, four, five. It was five figures. Yeah. Wow. But I'm going to put it out there. Our wedding video is the best. Like it's so good. And now even Brad's like, that was a good investment into our memories. Like we watch it at least three, five times a year. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, I'm going to show it to you. I will be. I've seen some fucking good wedding No, videos. I'm telling you ours is the best. I'm just going to put it out there. Just one question. So we had friends that had a, a $10,000 spend on their videography. I watched that camera guy every second, every move. Were you like that on the wedding day? Like making sure you were getting your value? Or no. did you just, you were just happy? That's chip daddy. No. Yeah, no, I know. But I did like, there was at one point where like we'd done the budget and Brad was like, do you know that our wedding's going to cost X amount per hour? And I was like, you wait. And at the end of the wedding, he was like, I wouldn't change a thing. So there you go. But I, but you know what? I have been to weddings that cost more than mine, and I feel like it doesn't matter how much you spend on a wedding. There's that feeling of love and like excitement and happiness, or it doesn't have that feeling. Oh yeah, like I literally all I care about when I go to a wedding is the feeling of like love and happiness. I was gonna say of being full. We know you like being full, Ellie, and being fed. Being fed, being full, and the, the quality of the food is what I notice. Yeah. Like, I'm the first person to sit down for food. I just feel like you can have an incredible wedding and spend 
X amount, like very few dollars and you can have an incredible wedding and spend lots of dollars, but you can't buy that feeling of like love and happiness. And because I've been to weddings that have it or they don't, and I don't know where it comes from because it's not money. It's not money. It's the feel. It's the vibe. And you can usually tell when there's like tension between families and there's like a bit of awkwardness. Oh, I went to a wedding where the bride was on her phone the entire time. She was just texting. Who? I don't know. But that was like, that like drained her feeling. But like why? I, I couldn't tell you. That is so bizarre to me. I think something was maybe wrong with the flowers, but I think you just have to let that go on the day. At my wedding, I was 20 years old. Um, (laughs) A girl I went to school with, she was eating my wedding cake with her hands and shoving it in her face. And she told me that she had had dreams about fucking my husband at the time. There was just so much going on in that story. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm still knocked my head for I know. I'm still head. just, what a, so she what like, a memory. So, like, she was grabbing at the wedding cake, not cut. Like, it wasn't even cut yet. No, like a freestanding like free wedding cake. And she was just hammer and, and tonging it. And because, like, we're 20. And telling you that she was having. She was crying. <gasps> oh, oh. And, like, we're 20 years old. My friends are fucking drunk. They're taking advantage of the party. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, like, free piss. We're 20. I'm here. Free alcohol. Fucking, we're at a wedding. This is wild. We're going out afterwards. So everyone was just wasted. And there's my friend at the time hacking at my wedding cake, putting it, scoffing it in her gob, crying and saying, I've, I need to tell you something. I've had inappropriate dreams about Joel and then proceeded to like go out the front of the venue and spew all down the stairs. It's wild. 20 year olds. 20 year old weddings. weddings. (laughs) Oh my God, that should be a new like TV show. No, I I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear the start of my sexual journey? Into Toyland. Oh, that sounds like a fun start. It's the bullet from Love Honey. If you are a beginner, if you are interested in something that you can fit in your purse. And, and like if you just want to explore yourself. Absolutely. And you're starting out and you don't want something huge or intimidating. Start this, small. This is the toy for you. You can also actually dip it into cold, like icy water for that temperature play, play. which I've tried and I absolutely love. Oh, I love that. Or you can just keep it in your purse. And like, if you just want to be a little bit naughty and you're by yourself, are you stuck in traffic? I mean, I say go for it. The other thing that um, is fantastic about it is because it is so small, if you are interested in using it with your partner, it can... Oh, it's manoeuvrable. Absolutely. So you can be in all different positions. Because it's not big and bulky, it can get to where it needs to go. And you also get to where you need to go, <laughs> which is P-Town. With Leisure Town. The bullet from Love Honey. I feel like I've heard a lot of talk lately about vaginas vulvas but they call them designer vaginas yes i feel like there's content about this everywhere Mm, and labioplasty so cosmetic surgery to change the look 
because isn't that removing? It's removing the labia, like that's literally like cutting, cutting it off, cutting it yeah. off. Yeah, and I think making it. Um, I think the term that they were using was like a Barbie vulva, which I, to me is quite disturbing, like disgusting. Makes it a little bit ill. Yeah, a Barbie. But vulva. it's that. Um, it's almost like this is w- this is what the the vulva should yeah like so societal like standard of what of it looks like what a vulva should look like yeah and i think it's it's kind of like been in my feed recently because like you know those um swimwear that you can like you look at the model and you think where is your vulva yeah <laughs> like my lips would be curled around the bottom of that they would be mm. eating that i mean some women just have a vulva that is an innie Yes. But there are lots of Audis. I am an Audi gal. I'm a very Audi gal. Like I remember being a very insecure about my vulva through my teenagers and even into my early 20s. Where did that stem from? So I had a boyfriend. I was probably like 16. And, you know, it was my first time obviously being sexually active. So yeah. he had obviously he'd he'd been sexually active before and he'd slept with other girls before and I hadn't had as many you know sexual partners partners. I was young Mm -hmm. and I remember he made a comment on my vulva saying like oh like it's out like your vagina comes out was it it was kind of like negative or you took it I took it as negative. I would have too. I and I was like any kind of and I was comment. embarrassed. <sighs> and I just wanted to like escape. And I remember because he kind of was like, "That's weird." Like it was the way he didn't say that, but it was the way the connotation was. He said it was that's like different. I've not seen that's... one like that. <sighs> and you know when you're a young girl, like a teenage girl, and boys are talking about. Porn. There used to be like terminologies and sayings like she has a tight pussy or a tidy pussy. Her pussy's tidy. Like what the fuck does that even mean? And like they would openly talk about, oh, she had fucking wizard sleeves and like. Um, I've never heard that. That's meat, foul. Meat, meat curtain. Oh. Stuff like that. That was the stuff that was said at my school. That was the, they, those were the things that I heard. Were they saying that in, in context, like with women, as in like, were they talking about classmates like that or was it? Yeah. So oh. like it would be like after a party and they would talk about how they fingered such and such and she had meat curtains. So it was just like really fucking disgusting language like that and then so when you hear stuff like that and you you go home as a teenage girl and you look at your vagina and you're like well mine's out mine doesn't look like it's tucked away and it's hidden away so I was really insecure about it and I remember after I had Elijah it changed again because mm. well, it's actually normal for our vulva to change during different periods of our life and also age as we age. Like our body yeah. ages, yeah, our vagina and ages our, with and us. Our it doesn't just ages. stay the one age and then no. we age w- without it. No, and do you know 
I didn't know the difference between a vulva and a vagina until I was 31. I think I was 31 when I realized that... The vulva is the outer. The vulva is the outer area of the genitals and the vagina is actually the canal that Inside. is... Yeah, is it, that connects the uterus to, the, to outside the outside world. That's the vagina. I think I only learned that in recent years too. I don't think that's something that I knew... You know, when I was in my twenties, I, I find think that's a reason that thing for me infuriates as well. me. Yeah, so that, that infuriates was, that me. was language that I heard, and like you know, you would see like porn. Porn always showed women with bald vaginas that didn't have. Well, I actually have some information about that. Just wait mm-hmm. one second. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready for this? So I got this information from. The labialibrary.org.au, which is an incredible site. Mm. And it has actually a gallery of different vulvas so that oh, you can go on there. Oh, me too. That. Have you heard of um, Ellie from Comfortable in Your Skin? I have. She photographs yes. all different types vulvas. of vulvas. And she has like a gallery as well. And I love it. I love it because it just, we don't get to see a lot of vulvas and we don't get to see a lot of women's bodies let's be realistic in like if you're well, looking on tv it's yeah it's it's getting better but not to the standard of it should be so on their site it says in australia photographs of women's genitals that appear in magazines need to comply and when i say magazines i'm not even i'm not talking about like pg magazines i'm talking about all magazines to porn. So mm-hmm. even porn magazines have to comply with the guidelines for classification of publications. The classification board requires that the labia minora, so the inner, the lips, inner lips and clitoris are airbrushed out of photographs. They're airbrushed out. They have to be airbrushed out. Still now? Like still in 2022? Yeah. my I believe that. I believe so. Do you think though that the penis, anything yeah, about the say, penis what, needs what, to be airbrushed? What? Let's just take a minute. Do you think? No. No. Penis. There are no classifications that the penis needs to comply with. Of course there's not. And I find that absolutely fucked so that's why in porn magazines there's only one type of one type because which is just oh i can't that like that's now that was in 2005 i think Mm -hmm. the 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 board they say that that's like when the classification thing came out in 2005 so i don't think it's even changed so we need to like get a petition going for that because that's i'm just but i I think that is just it's so Things like that are so damaging and I think it's dangerous because when you're a young girl and the media show one type of vulva and that is like how society views, you know, like they say it's like the perfect, what did you call it before? The Barbie. The bar- or designer. The designer vagina. The designer, that, that to me like there are so many young girls that have shame around their vulvas and what they look like. Like I, I speak about it quite a bit on my socials and the amount of p- 
people who have messaged me saying I won't even allow my partner to go down on me because I think my vulva is ugly and I get that all the time and it, it is because of fucking shit like this I must admit I never enjoyed oral sex until I was in a relationship with Brad where I there was full trust well I think oral sex for someone with a vulva is more intimate yeah whereas I was happy and fine to give oral sex but to receive oral sex was like a huge different thing because my thing was like what does it smell like what does it like mm, I think smell is like. a big smell and taste is a big thing when it mm. comes to I never had the look the 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 body image issues of, of what it looks like what it looks like um like I have googled labiaplasty for myself and here's the thing here's like the thing. I've actually googled that because I was like I don't like am I meant to look this way because I'm definitely an Audi but I I did like the work of like vagina worship and how you can do like vulva worship and like vulva meditations and it, you kind of sit in the mirror and you look at your vulva and like you, you know, you teach yourself how to love it and worship it and accept how it looks. And that really, really helped me. I think that's really necessary for I women to actually look at themselves look, in look, the mirror. Yeah, look, look at, at it. your anatomy. Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of people do. No. I don't think they take the time to sit in front of a mirror and go, oh, that's that's And that's to me. know it's normal. And the thing is, if you don't like anything about your body, I'm cool with like, you do you. You want to change something about you? Not a problem. However, I would, there. I, I feel like there probably needs to be a moment where you go, where does that come from? Yes. Where does that come from? And if it's for you... Where does and the shame stem yeah, from? And is it my childhood? Was it a previous partner yes. that made me feel... Because I think that's important. Knowing where that stems from. And if then you choose to do whatever makes you happy, that's fine. But when I think when we do things to our bodies for someone else... Mm. I don't think it's ever going to go the way like that we God, want it nah. to. And it's never going to feel how we want it to feel emotionally. No. And I just think vulvas are all different. I, which I didn't know. I they actually didn't. They are all didn't. so different. Before I saw, I think it was like maybe a couple of years ago, um, I was watching a show and they actually had vulvas on TV and it was the first time that I saw um, a – a vulva of a like a seventy five year old woman. Mm. It's like when do we see naked older bodies? Yeah, like we don't see that. And I was like, wow, mm. wow. Yeah. And that was a big moment where I went, oh, you're like, oh, my flaps are going to end up down here. Yeah, because <laughs> they change. <laughs> the color changes. Yes, everything changes. Well, my my vulva at the end of my pregnancy was like a bright purple. Mine too. It was this crazy yeah. purple colour. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, like I have never seen my vulva look like that. And it's because it's just blood flow. Mm. There's just so much blood flow down there. Mm. They change. They do change. And I think just knowing that there are different ones 
and everyone's looks different and that's okay and not being ashamed of it either like and I'm doing the work on the shame oh like and you, you have to have shame you need to you have um, to do the unpack work that and yeah find the origins of where the shame comes yeah. from because the other week I went to the doctor and I didn't realize that she was going to do um an examination so I wasn't prepared and as she said you know you know just go behind the curtain take your pants off blah 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 I was like Oh, God, I wasn't prepared for this. I'm not shaven. I'm not this. I'm not that. Oh, so your mind went straight to, like, I haven't maintained. No, and I was going – and in my head I was like, I'm going to have to apologise. Oh. And I shared this on my stories. I said, I was so close to apologising. For your pubic hair. For my pubic totally hair. For my vulva. Like, I was I was ready to apologise. And I, and I had a moment where I went, I'm not – Fucking apologizing. Yeah, because it's I'm not, not inadequate. No. What like, am I apologizing for? for? I know. So that's, I, that's, that's like us putting pressure oh, on ourselves from that's what we have seen in society. Of what we the media should be. And yeah, like this ideal. That we have to maintain up. all the time. And I had so many messages from beauticians and from GPs that said, and even like, you know, um, tanning tanning people that see vulvas that see women's naked bodies and they were like the amount of women that apologize for normality is insane like it's really sad and i had a lot of people go oh i I apologize all the time but i'm not going to do it anymore and i was like yeah you're not going to do it anymore fuck no like that's powerful that's so powerful so yeah and and like it's beautiful in all its forms. Like Absolutely. That's what I had to like teach myself that I'm beautiful in all my forms, whether I am pregnant, whether I shave, whether, you know, it it's in all its forms. It's like, look at what the vulva can do. It can. Look at what the vagina can do. Like it is a fucking brilliant piece of anatomy. It's it's a force. It seriously is. It's like that quote how it's like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> be a fucking pussy because that thing is fucking powerful. You were warned. But thanks for listening to MA15+. Plus. Now you can send your burning questions to hello at ma15plus.au. We want to hear from you, so please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Maggie, did you know the longest relationship I have ever had is actually with Love Honey? I mean, no, but it makes sense to me. Now, if you want to check out our spicy recommendations, please go to the show notes. Yes, or any products that we have recommended, they will be at lovehoney.com.au forward slash MA15PLUS. You can thank us later because you will be buzzing, you will be wet, it will be wild. You'll just be a very, very, very happy person. (laughs) And happiness is what we're about. And maybe you'll find a long-term relationship like me. (laughs) 